This is the Weekly Parsha with Rabbi Mendel Lipska from Chabad of Hyde Park. Because it is a Shabbos of extraordinary dimension. It's a Shabbos, of course, which should be Shabbos Mavorchim, blessing the new month of Tishrei, but we don't bless the month of Tishrei, and I'll explain that in a moment. It's also, well, it's the last Shabbos of the year, and that makes it exceptionally special. And it's Shabbos Halichot on Saturday night at midnight. Congregations will meet to recite the traditional salichot, prayers appealing to God Almighty for a good and sweet year. It's a very, very special Shabbos, and because of that, it has to be taken with an extra degree of, well, dedication and concern and commitment. It's a Shabbos that kind of, well, ties up the entire year, all rolled into one in a sense, all the Shabbatot of the past year somehow are reflected in this Shabbos, and what we do on this Shabbos makes it so special, and in fact, uplifts, upgrades, enhances all the Shabbatot of the past year. As I mentioned before, it's uh, the Shabbos before the new month of Tishrei, because not only is the first of Tishrei the, uh, well, first of the year, it is also the first of the month. But we don't bless the new month. We don't do the traditional blessing of the new month because what we do is we know that it's the beginning of the year. But the Baal Shem Tov taught us that God himself blesses this new month. This is something which is quite extraordinary. And through the fact that God himself blesses the new month, this gives us, each and every one of us, the strength to bless the other 11 months of the year. This is Shabbos that we sit back and we are blessed by Hashem himself. Hashem is blessing the month, and this gives us tremendous, tremendous strength and power. It empowers us to bless the entire 11 months of the rest of the year. As I mentioned before, Shabbat Slichot, at midnight tomorrow night, many congregations will be meeting to recite Slichot. And, of course, in the Sephardi community among Sephardim, they have been saying Slichot for the entire month of Elul among Ashkenazim. We only do it on the Motsoy Shabbat, Saturday night before Rosh Hashanah, and this year, of course, tomorrow night. And this is something that we have to consider, something that we have to think about, something that we have to spend a moment or two considering the fact that this being the last Shabbos of the year, what is it that we are going to ask God? What is it that we are going to appeal to the Almighty that he gives us in the coming year? Yes, we all know, we talk about, we want a good year, we want a sweet year, we want a year of blessing, of prosperity, of peace. We know all the terms and all the wonderful words, and God will give us those things. We hope and pray that we will be blessed with all those levels of goodness and greatness. But at the same time, we have to think for a moment or two personally. What is it that I want? And, well, you know, not like asking a child, what do you want? And the child comes up with a dozen childish responses. We can't give a childish response. We have to give a considered serious response. What is it that I am lacking? What is it that I am missing? What is it that I truly need? Yes, we each need blessing in the physical, material sense, of course. And we appeal to God, and God will give us that blessing. But still, at the same time, we have to think to ourselves, what is it that I truly need? need? What is it I truly need? And not stop for a moment and think, well, I need a new car, I need a new home, I need a new job, I need this, I need that, I need peace of mind, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. No. 
What do I really need? What in my makeup, what in my personality, what in my, well, individual structure is lacking or perhaps not expressed that will make me a better and finer person? Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. Not only to receive God's blessings in the material sense of the word, but to become a better person, to elevate oneself, to become slightly different. I'm not talking about radical change. Radical change is unhealthy. Radical change comes and goes as easily as it comes and goes. What we need is one or two details in our lives that we have to somehow correct, uplift, enhance. We need one or two things that will make us better people, better partners, better parents, better children, better members of society, better human beings, better Jews. We have to think to ourselves, what is that? And it's something, as I said before, has to be considered seriously. It's not something where we're going to blurt out, this is what I need. If you blurt it out, it's probably wrong. It has to come from a deeper sense of self-understanding, a deeper sense of self-understanding. And of course, that must come with a huge degree of honesty. Honesty is something that enables us to see things clearly when we fool ourselves, when we diminish our ability to recognize situations as they should be seen properly, well, we're not really addressing the issue. We're not really correcting a problem. When we look at ourselves and we ask ourselves, what is it within ourselves that needs help, that needs work? This is something that we have to appeal to God as well. And this is why we have all this preparation, not only the entire month of Elul, which of course is a month of great preparation for the coming year, now which Shabbos Slichot, it's the Shabbos that we add on Saturday night that added a degree of supplication, of turning to God, of calling out that he bestow upon us his 13 degrees of divine compassion and mercy, each and every one of those dimensions bringing out a deeper and greater sense of who we are and how we can serve him better and how we can, in fact, become better people in the world. And this is all contained within the Shabbos that we read, this particular Parsha. Not only one Parsha, this is a Shabbos that we have two Parsha. We have the Tzavim and Vayelach, very different. One is Nitzavim, which speaks about how the Jewish people stand upright, as we'll talk about in a little while. The second parsha is Vayelech, moving forward and going forward. And we ask the question, isn't this a contradiction in terms, how can you stand firmly in one place and go forward at the same time? We'll talk about that which appears to be a dichotomy, but it's not. It's something which enhances one and the other, the standing fast and the moving forward. And it's a Shabbos that we have to think about all these things, as I said before, in a considered sort of way. And how do we begin? We begin, of course, by looking at the Parsha and remembering what is so special about this Parsha. And as I've been saying for the last few weeks, what's so special about this Parsha and all the Parsha in the book of Devarim, it is coming from the words of Moshe. Moshe being the ultimate leader. Moshe being the one who in not only the ultimate leader in the greater sense of the word, but in the sense of the word 
of a leader who cares, a leader who is compassionate, a leader who protects, a leader who looks after his flock with a tremendous selflessness to the point of Misirat Nefesh, to the point of, in fact, sacrificing his own life, giving up something which is extremely precious to him in order to protect his people. He doesn't enter the promised land, and he says clearly why he doesn't. He says, because of you, because I was so concerned about protecting you from the wrath of God that I gave up my privilege, my incredible reward of coming into the promised land. And this is not only, well, making a tremendous statement of how great a leader he was. He is demonstrating in practical manner that a leader has to care, a leader has to protect, a leader has to look after his people, his flock, with a tremendous degree of dedication. Now, we are all leaders, not only leaders in our family, leaders in the community to a lesser or greater degree. We are leaders within our own lives. We are leaders within ourselves. We are leaders in terms of our brain, in terms of our heart, in terms of our body, in terms of our senses. We are leaders, and we have to be concerned about all those elements within ourselves that need to be led, that need to be protected, and need to be guided to higher and better levels. And this idea of leadership is something which touches each and every one of us personally. And as a leader, we have to recognize our strengths. We have to understand our shortcomings and weaknesses. We have to understand who we are. And this all comes together, this Parsha, this Parsha of Hazinu, and this Shabbos, the last Shabbos of the year, the Shabbos that precedes Rosh Hashanah, the new year, and all that that entails. But more of that soon. This is the Weekly Parsha with Rabbi Mendel Lipska from Chabad of Hyde Park. We're talking about this special Shabbos and how we have to use the Shabbos in terms of, first of all, lifting the purpose of each and every Shabbos of the entire past year and how to prepare ourselves, well, accordingly, correctly for the coming year. We're talking about, well, in a few days' time, we present ourselves before God Almighty and the Shabbos is a time of preparation. We're talking about the last Shabbos of the year. We're talking about how to make it not only a special Shabbos, but a special Shabbos filled with a tremendous sense of preparedness in terms of standing before God Almighty on Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the new year. Stand in judgment on Rosh Hashanah. Each and every one of us presents themselves to God, and each and every one of us has to make that presentation with a tremendous degree of honesty and sincerity. And we talk about Knowing what to ask for. Yes, we have a general shopping list of all the wonderful things that each and every one of us needs and each and every one of us deserves. And please God, each and every one of us will receive. But I'm talking about those individual needs, something unique to myself, something unique to yourself, something that is special to you, something that will make you a better person, a better human being, a better Jew. It will make you an individual who is able to fulfill their duty upon earth with a greater degree of sincerity and correctness, you will become a fuller person. And in order to do that, we have to understand ourselves, we have to know ourselves, and we have to understand who we are, what we are. 
what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, where we come from, where we're going, what we want to accomplish. And while, of course, this might take a lifetime of self-assessment, in a few moments a person can look at himself and know oneself well. Because each and every one of us, we have this ability of seeing who we are. And it all comes together in this double parsha of Nitzavim and Vayelech. And therefore, it's within this parsha, within this parsha, that we have to find an answer to these questions. And as I mentioned before, God himself blesses the new month of Tishrei. And God's blessing is each and every one of us the strength and power to bless the other 11 months of the year. In other words, this Shabbos is special for so many reasons. We always read this parsha of Nitzavim before Rosh Hashanah. And this is why within this parsha is contained so many elements of instruction and insight in order for us to understand who and what we are. And we have to listen carefully to the words of Moshe. We have to listen with a sensitive ear, because as mentioned so many times, Moshe speaks to his people as a devoted, concerned leader, a leader who loves his people, a leader who protects his people, a leader who guides his people correctly at all time. And this is why we have to listen and listen carefully for nuance. We have to listen carefully for each and every dimension of instruction that Moshe is giving. And what does he say in this week's parsha? He speaks about, Atem Nitzavim Hayam Kulchem. Today you are all standing upright. And upright, of course, doesn't only mean standing upright, but upright means that you will be victorious on that day of judgment. Nitzavim means you are standing firm, you are standing strong, you are standing with a certainty that even though you have to present yourself to the ultimate judge of judges, you will will be judged, and you will receive a victorious good verdict. This is something which Moshe is telling us. This is something which the Shabbos is sharing with us. Atem netzavim hayom, you are all standing. Hayom refers to Rosh Hashanah, our sages tell us. Atem netzavim, you are standing upright, you are standing firm. You will succeed in that great court case that each and every one of us will have to go through and will go through in a few days' time Rosh Hashanah. But what does he say? Kulchem, all of you. Now, all of you is not some of you. All of you is not most of you. All of you is just that, each and every single one of us. No one will be left out. Each and every one of us will stand on that day and will be judged favorably. Know that full well. This is what Moshe is telling us. In talking to us about Parsha Netzavim, Moshe is talking to us about how we have to have the confidence and the joy to recognize, to realize, and to to know that we have the strength, the power, but we have to have the will. And in order for us to have the will, we have to understand who we are and what we are. So the first thing he speaks to us is about kulcham, each and every one of us, all inclusive. Nobody is excluded. Nobody is left behind. Nobody is left out. The first thing that we have to understand that each and every one of us plays a role. In order to have kulcham, in order to have all of you, all of you, all of us, each and every one of us, we have to participate. We have to be involved. We have to share. We have to know that without any one of us, the wholeness of the people is not intact. The wholeness of the people is blemished. The wholeness of the people is faulty. 
each and every one of us has to participate. And this is why. We have to reach out to others. We have to reach out to each other. We have to call others. We have to welcome others. We have to show others that they too, each and every one of us, belongs and belongs in the fullest sense of the word. This is the opening words. You are standing upright on this day, on this day of judgment. You will stand victorious, but kulchem, all of you have to be present. All of you are involved. All of you share in this extraordinary mission of being victorious on the day of judgment and using that victory in the most positive and powerful manner. And then he goes on to speak about the differences, the heads of the tribes, the leaders, the men, the women, the children. He speaks about those who do this and those who do that, the judges, etc., etc. How do each and every one of us participate, not by giving up our own identity, not by giving up who and what we are. We have to be who we are. God endowed, and you've heard me say this so many times, God endowed each and every one of us with a personality, with a set of character traits. We are each, in a sense, highly individual people. And this is what the kulcha means. We don't give up our identity. We don't give up who we are. We participate with who and what we are. But we have to know truly and fully who and what we are. Because living in some societies, it is so confusing today to understand who and what we are. Educational system, parent input is sometimes terribly, terribly confusive. And it confuses young people to know who and what they are. And this is why we have to look to our true identities. And our true identities are defined in Torah terms. And this is something for us to understand and for us to understand with a fullness, with a joy, with a gladness of heart that enables us to be who and what we are. We have to break through the stereotypes. We have to break through the socially imposed type of personality definitions that often are not us. We are not the people that we see in the advertisements. We are not the people that we see necessarily as portrayed by those who want us to see ourselves in a particular way. We have to know who we are. We have to understand who we are. We have to know our makeup. We have to know that we are body and soul. We are not only creatures of mind and heart, of intellect and feeling and sensitivity and emotion, we have a neshama, we have a soul as well. Not only as well, but a dominant feature of our being, of our existence, are our neshamot, our souls. And those souls carry with it the imprint, the DNA, the structure of our personalities. And the soul tries desperately to communicate through intellect and through emotion and sometimes through senses who we are. But the neshama has the honest, the honest and true definition of who we are. And this is why the opening portion of this week's Parsha, in a sense, speaks about the glory and greatness of each and every one of us being present. But at the same time, we talk about each and every one of us being unique as well. But there's another dimension here. What is the very first thing that Moshe says in order for us to stand and be victorious on that great day of judgment, Yom Hadin, when we stand before the judge of judges? And he says, what is the greatest joy that a parent could have, a father or mother? 
And the greatest joy that a parent has is when a parent sees their children together in a sense and environment of love and appreciation and true association. This is when a parent is truly happy. You know, sometimes we see conflict within family, and conflict within family is extremely painful. And to whom is it most painful at all? Not only to the siblings who might be within that conflicting role. We talk about the parents, the parents who have to view this, and sometimes it's painful and difficult. And this is what the Torah is telling us. In order for us to appeal to Almighty God, God asks us to exercise tremendous Ahavat Yisrael, love for each other, unconditional, non-judgmental, a love that is powerful, inclusive, and brings everybody in. And while, of course, it means that we have to maintain our standards, our principles, who and what we are, we don't compromise on that, but we are all inclusive at the very same time. And when we, as children of Almighty God, represent that type of closeness and togetherness, Hashem, our Father in Heaven, Avinu Malkeinu, He is our King, but He is our Father, our Father in Heaven, smiles benevolently upon us and sends us the blessings that he will on the day of judgment. And this is something that we have to understand. We have a very important role to play. It's not enough to simply make a list of the needs that I have, material and spiritual, and I ask God to give them, to grant them, to bless them, to bless me with them. It's not even enough to know who I am and what I specifically need. But I have to act in a particular sort of way, and that particular sort of way is a way that brings nachas to Almighty God himself. And that is the Abba Israel, the love for each other, the unconditional love for each other, the reaching out, the sharing. And not only on vague terms, I speak about it, I preach about it, I talk about it. No, to act that way, to live that way, to actually extend ourselves in a welcoming, sharing sort of way. It's not easy all the time. After all, we are people with certain, well, specific needs and specific boundaries, and sometimes the boundaries are in conflict with the boundaries of others, but this is where we have to work. God expects us to create an environment where he himself will, in fact, be happy. I want to see all of you standing together. I want to see all of you standing looking out for each other. I want to see all of you standing upright on the day of judgment, but I want you to create an environment where that victory, where that benevolence, where that blessing can enter fully with a tremendous sense of joy and giving, but it's up to you to create that environment. And this is, while not easy to accomplish, Nonetheless, it's something which is absolutely necessary. And it's a combination of these ideas, the idea of, well, on the one hand, kulchem, each and every one of us participates. On the other hand, individual contribution, knowing who and what we are. It's the combination of both that brings about the type of environment that this particular Parsha of Nitzavim talks about. But more of that soon. This is the Weekly Parsha with Rabbi Mendel Lipsker from Chabad of Hyde Park. 
We're talking about how to prepare properly for the coming year. We're talking about creating an environment based upon Havat Yisrael, true love and concern for each other that creates an environment where God himself has nachas and looks down upon us, and looks down upon us as a loving father and gives each and every one of us what we need. But before we continue, we're talking about something, well, quite different in terms of preparing properly for Rosh Hashanah for the new year. And yes, we have all sorts of concerns when we approach the new year. Physical concerns, material concerns, spiritual concerns, but it is doable. It is something that we can and should do. And this is why I find it so wonderful that here in South Africa, families get together and share this incredible yontif together. First night, second night, first day, second day. The goings on, and while sometimes you put a little too much emphasis on the food and the material dimensions of the festival, nonetheless, it's a time that families get together. And this this is what, in a sense, the Parshem Nitzavim is all about, coming together as a people, as a family, and sharing in an atmosphere, Ahavat Yisrael, an atmosphere that creates nachas, that creates joy. Can you imagine a wonderful yontiv meal? All the family is sitting, brothers, sisters, siblings, everybody, children, grandchildren, And at the head of the table sit parents, father and mother, and they look upon this wonderful group of people their own, and they realize the incredible love that is coming out from each and every one, the joy of being together, the joy of celebrating together, the joy of coming before God Almighty with the full knowledge that we come as a people united, as a people who look out for each other, a people who share with each other, a people who create an atmosphere of unity, of joy, a people who create a sense of nachas for God himself. And this is why this is such a special Shabbos. And as I mentioned earlier on, it's Nitzavim. We stand firm. We stand upright. We stand clear with the knowledge that we will be victorious on the Yom Hadin, the great day of judgment that is coming toward us, but at the same time it's Nitzavim Vayelech. It gives us the energy to grow, to move forward, to go from here to higher and better and stronger places. It's not enough to stand in one place. Yes, we stand and we stand with tremendous, tremendous awe in the presence of the ultimate judge, but Vayelech we go and we grow and we share and we develop. And this is why this Shabbos is an extraordinary Shabbos, a Shabbos that is laden with opportunity, a Shabbos that is laden with potential, with blessing, with the ability of drawing tremendous energy, this Shabbos, so that not only is the Shabbos one that is full, not only is the week the Shabbos of this Shabbos is full, but the entire year, because what this week contains, of course, is Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, contains the entire year. And this is why at this particular time of the year, it's so traditional that we extend ourselves to each other. We either send cards, or today, of course, it's all done electronically, but we extend, we speak to everybody, and what do we say, Shana Tova, a good and sweet year, we each wish each other only the best. In word, in action, in attitude, we try to create an atmosphere of closeness, of unity, of togetherness. This is something that we can and we must, and therefore we should do. We should do in the fullest sense of the word, with gladness, everyone that we meet, we wish them 
הכתיבה בחתימה טובה, may we be inscribed and sealed for a good and sweet year, and to mean it, and to give up ourselves, the traditional that before Rosh Hashanah, we extend ourselves in the way of tzedakah, in the way of charity, there are so many well worthwhile institutions educational institutions social services that need our support and need our help and this is the time of the year to give and to give with a tremendous spirit of generosity with a tremendous spirit so when we sit down at our wonderful yunt of meals tables laden with the finest foods we know that we have done our bit for others who are needy here in the holy land of Israel wherever that might be people Who need our support and help this is the time of the year to give and to give generously and giving generously doesn't only mean the amount of course the amount counts but to give with a happy heart the act of giving should be one that is full and complete we express through wishing each other a good year we do through the acts of charity we create as much as possible as much as we can this atmosphere of love unity of Ahavat Yisrael. And all of this comes together in a Parsha that speaks to us about knowing our true collective strength at the same time knowing our individual selves. And while, of course, some people might see that as a conflict, some people might see that there is a conflict in turn between the whole, between the general and the individual. From a Torah point of view, there is no conflict whatsoever. The whole is dependent upon each and every single individual, each and every Every single individual is unique and this is the great mistake that some societies have made over the years either by well on the one hand either not recognizing the necessity for the kulchem for the wholeness for the completion of the unity where each and every one belongs and is necessary or they somehow destroy the individually individuality of each and every individual who makes up this wonderful unity from a Torah perspective You have to have both, and this is what we aim for. This is what we strive for, and this is what we talk about on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah is approaching, and each and every one of us, I'm sure, as mentioned before, has, well, I don't know if a long list or a short list, but each and every one of us somewhere has a list of things that we need and things that we hope to ask God for. And Hashem should give us those things, whether it's a question of prosperity, whether it's a question of partnership, whether it's a question of health, whether it's a question of peace of mind, whether it's a question of peace generally, whatever the case might be, we should ask God for the The fullest and the best that he can give but at the same time we also have to ask God to give us strength and courage to recognize ourselves and to see ourselves within that great equation of what can and should be done each and every one of us has tremendous power and potential we don't live life really we live life fulfilling ourselves and fulfilling the world completely and totally So I extend to each and every one of you a kativa v'chatima tova. May each and every one of you be blessed with the ultimate good, with God's greatest abundant blessings materially and spiritually, a good and sweet year, a year of hope, a year of joy, a year of nachas, a year of good health, a year of all those things that are important to each and every one of us. And this Shabbos, good Shabbos, may we be blessed by recognizing the Shabbos, be in shul tomorrow morning, and listen to this special Torah reading of the double Parsha. It's a preparation for Rosh Hashanah. Have a good, sweet year, and good Shabbos. <laughs>